come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Abilene, El Paso, people up in the Maha City in Denver, Colorado, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. You are tuned in here to the Hump Day Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind, Valentine's Day edition of the Sports Grind. I'll get to that here shortly. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark with you, producing the spin of the one and twos. 877-37-GRIND is your number. Uh, you know the rules. Today's show is going to be presented by Dos Equis, and we are broadcasting from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. You know the rules. If you know what you want to talk about, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Uh, the only thing we ask you to do is call during the breaks and to be, be patient during the long segments and breaks, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, if you need to reach out to follow me on Twitter slash X, you can do that at SportsGrind. And if you want to stream the show live and leave comments, I'll read those and respond to those in real time. If not, I'll respond to them later. You can go to the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment, or you can go to my personal page as well. And if you ever miss any of the episodes live, or you are traveling in a market that doesn't carry us terrestrial radio-wise, or you are having difficulties finding us and listening to your normal means of way you listen to us, uh, keep in mind sportsgrindonline.com, where you can download the podcast seven days a week, 365, and you can click the play button and listen live, and we appear there. 87737grind. What's up, Mr. Clark? You ready? I'm ready to rock and roll. How about you? You look tired, man. Um, pretty much. Um, I'm still recovering from the whole West Coast. Y'all think it's a joke. I'm still recovering from the whole West Coast time zone and can't get sleep back in order, but it'll take me a while. As you get older, you get, um, you know, basically it, it changes. But also, and I need to get back in the routine of uh, the gym more freaking than I used to, too. That's why I'm kind of low energy as well. And on top of that, too, it's Valentine's Day. Um, I've said this I've you ever since I've had this platform. I've let it be known. It's the most overrated, um, useless holiday that we we celebrate, and it's all generated, and it's all because of money. Um, you know that's just the thing. I mean, this is one of those things that I lay it out from get go. Um, I've always done that in all my relationships from day one. Like, hey, I'm not a big guy on Valentine's Day. You know, it took AC a while to get adjusted to it, and then she just gave up, you know. So that was just one of those deals. You know, like today, it's like we went to breakfast, and then I guess she's supposed to be – we've got something planned for tonight in regards to maybe cooking for me, but I'm like, hey, man, we just got back from Vegas. I just took you to Vegas, man. Who cares about the 14th? And first of all, it's Black History Month anyway. Speaking of that, man, you have a, we've, we've had one black history fact. That is all half, on you. We've had, we're halfway through. You control through. the docket. You control the topics. We'll you get, come to me when you want it. Well, get ready because we, we've got a few days. Even though we gained an extra day this month, um, you know, we, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll squeeze one in here before we get out of here in the last seven. So get ready for that one. Um, but, yeah, that's so. But all the others, you know, happy Valentine's Day. For the single women, don't feel too bad, um, you know. And for all you that had a problem, all you dudes on social media that had a problem with Usher and Alicia Keys about, oh, if that was me, your wife, your wife, or your significant other is probably getting that she's, you know what? She's probably leaving some flowers at work she can't bring home to. Not all. There's a chunk of so maybe majority. Some of y'all. So it's just one of those days, you know. But. 
keeping it moving though it does feel a little bit different though even it doesn't even feel like it's as much as you know people would it's like kind of celebrate it you know we're just living in some different times now all the way but we do have sports though we can always count on that and we have the sports world that is continuing to move on uh we've got news today of course uh as we speak probably winding down uh but the champs uh had their victory parade today uh i think it was at 11 eastern time uh, but uh, you got that going on. We'll circle into the NFL um, here. So I wanted to start with the NBA today, but there are some NFL other news. We've got the, uh, according to USA Today, uh, their top 25 NFL free agents. That's the interesting. I want to take a gander. I haven't looked at the list yet, but I wanted to kind of go over that in real time. Uh, we've got, uh, what else we've got? We've got uh, Tiger. Uh, you know, Tiger is, uh, you know, I told you yesterday about the new clothing line and his new deal with TaylorMade, which he's basically, you know, beginning of uh, the year last year, he kind of split up with Nike. Uh, but he's in action this week. Uh, he is he's going to action for the first time since the Masters April of last year. Um, he's going to be playing the Genesis Invitational. Um, this is kind of one of his terms, if I'm not mistaken, but he plays in it a lot. But the one thing I took from this, just a little bit of listening to his comments, was it sounds like he's hinting maybe um, at a busier year schedule uh, for him. You know, the procedure he had on the yank ankle after he was able to have to shut down the season early because after the Masters, of course, we know the situation about the knee and the leg. So he's had these ailments, but, you know, he's kind of talking and there's rumors out there that could be a more busier schedule this year and the reason why I bring that up because you know look even in Tiger's heyday uh, pre-injury uh, probably even pre-scandal um, you know he was on a very particular schedule after he hit double digit majors uh, right, really to be honest with you right after he collected 7-8 he was sitting on 7-8 or 9 he started changing up his schedule and really just all gearing it toward the majors and of course you have the injuries pile up then you have the, the situation with the divorce and the scandal and you know this and that um, and then it comes down to where now in the last, I would say, five to seven years, he's had to have a minimal schedule based on health. I mean, after the car wreck, he missed a whole year on tour. Um, and the point, the reason why this is significant is because, again, due to the fact that he's older now, 48 years old, uh, due to the fact that, you know, that aspect plus the field is younger and thicker and better, um, and the golf is just, you know, expanded even more where you have more good international players coming in. If he's going to stay playing competitive golf, which I feel that's what he wants to do at this point and get ready to uh, mentor and raise Charlie, get him ready to be introduced to the world and the world stage. Um, I think for him to be competitive, the, the, the catch 22 of this is he's going to have to play more competitive rounds. Um, it's a different stage. I mean, because the only way that he can, you know, be competitive and be respectable with these young guys on tour is some of these smaller tournaments. Um, he's going to try to have to play at least, you know, I would say two smaller tournaments, definitely one leading up to any of these four majors. Uh, but the key to that is, is his health. 
uh, and his ankle and all these procedures he's done, are they going to hold up? Is his body going to hold up now? There's some glimpse of hope because they just had the Bahamas, little small Bahamas tournament uh, in January uh, that he kind of participated in. He was able to complete four rounds. But that's where we're at with Tiger. And I've told y'all, you know, I got duped a few years ago, but, you know, Tiger constantly shows up every time this time of year and talks about how great he feels, the body feels better, and it's pain-free. And then, you know, we get into maybe three events attempted to play, then all of a sudden something's not working, glutes are not activating, as he says, and he ends up shutting down. So I'm taking until I see with my own eyes that every tournament he plays that he can at least complete for once. We ain't talking about, you know, winning. We ain't talking, which I think Tiger, and trust me, you know, fans can, and, and I think the sport of golf, if you look at what's going on with Tour Live and the PGA, is it a partnership, is it not, and the stuff in the courts, you know, the game itself, along with the PGA commissioner of the tours, they still need Tiger at some capacity. So they're thinking like, man, if you just show up, if you just walk around for three or four rounds, I'm gauging to the fact that can he complete, but make no mistake about it, Tiger Woods is – He's showing up to these tournaments wanting to win them in his mind. The question is, can his body, is, is his body going to be able to match his mind? So, and, and I've always said this, like Tiger is not playing, and I said this pre-flop of injuries and car wreck. Tiger's not playing the senior tour. He never was going to play the senior tour. I mean, that's just a little bit of, uh, you know, I hate to sound harsh, but it's a little bit above or beneath him. I mean, all the greats have eventually gone to the senior tour, but that's not going to be, I never thought it was going to be for him. Uh, it's going to be competitive golf on the PGA Tour until he can't do it anymore. And a lot of this, but I just thought it was interesting that he hinted, you know, that it possibly could be a more busy schedule, which is more exciting and means a lot for the sport of golf. Uh, but that means he should, he really feels good, but how long is that going to last? for 877-37 grind also uh, major league baseball you know we're inching closer and closer uh justin verlander uh is behind schedule uh due to a procedure again with this shoulder I, I would have to know exactly when he had this procedure when is it dated because you know how i am with athletes and injuries you know i know the whole famous shack quote you know you get hurt on company time i'm gonna heal on company time well you know these days and times when you have especially baseball players and guys of JV's age, when you're getting paid that kind of money, um, you know, when you have an injury like this, and I'm not saying this is the case, I don't know. Uh, but if it's one of those things that you wait longer and longer to have the procedure, then you have a setback, you know, in rehab. And then you're talking about pitchers and catchers reporting here soon. And we're almost about to get into grapefruit league and spring league and all that. You know, there's a little bit of a concern to that. Uh, definitely Justin Verlander, first-time ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, but he's on the 17th, 18th. He's really on the 18th green. You know, he's walking up to 18th fairway. You know, he found himself in a situation circling back to the Astros with an opportunity to win one last year. Came up short against the Rangers. But, um, you know, there I did come across my radar that he's kind of had a setback um, and might not be there for start of opening day. Um, other baseball news, business-wise, the Kansas City Royals uh, have put together a proposal with the city um, to build a $2 billion new ballpark. Um, and again, you know, I, I bring this up because 
in the time that we are in in professional sports and you have the sales of these teams and you have these new ownerships, and I know Kansas City, the Royals don't have new ownership, um, but, you know, when you're talking about a team that, what, it's probably been, what I would say already, was it about maybe eight to ten years ago that that World Series title was uh, won from the Royals, maybe ten to twelve years maybe already? Within that range, yeah. Yeah, so you really, other than that, um, you know, they've had some lean years over the last few years, and they've had, you know, some of their big-name guys that were part of that World Series run kind of go on and leave the organization. Um, and I say that is because still they're looking for a new stadium at $2 billion. You know, um, and, and again, it just goes to if you're going to own these professional teams um, and you're going to – be in the business of wanting to be a professional sports owner, you are going to have to have deep pockets. Um, and it's almost to the fact that we're, because I think the days of having stadiums, you know, last 30, 40 years and ball teams playing, those days are over. Because you're always going to be, because now, and the reason why I say that, because sports you know, we all know it's a form of entertainment, but it's in a form of entertainment now that where we've come as sports fans, not all of us, but some, most of us, um, that it's almost spoiled to where you've got to have, if you don't have that experience with the bells and whistles and, you know, you don't have that feeling and you don't feel that butterfly feeling and there, this is great experience. When you leave a ballpark, you're disappointed. It's like a not, it just seeing a good game or your favorite player supporting your favorite team is not good enough anymore, at least in this country, in sports. It has to do about where am I watching this at? You know, does it have a TV that sits in front of me? Does it have an app? Does it have Wi-Fi? All that stuff entails. So the days of having a Fenway Park, a Wrigley Field, a Soldier Field, a Lambeau Field, them days are gone. You, you, I mean, look, down here – quote-unquote, the Frost Bank Center. I mean, we're already knocking on, what, maybe 20, 23, 22 years? Yeah, I think oh, isn't somewhere around there? about 22 years. Well, yeah. Correct me, because I wasn't down here yet. Yeah. Again, I was completing elementary yeah. school. But um, it opened in what, 2000, 2001? It was around there. It's so, about, yeah, about, it was, 20, yeah. about 24 years. And look, it's. I'm just waiting. Until, I mean, we've already had the talks down here. Uh, about where the arena, they're, I mean, they're already going to have to look for the arena. And that's only a dub. That's barely a dub old, you know. Um, just don't spend build it downtown. It's just stupid, okay, uh, unless you're going to knock down the dome and build it on that lot, and you're not going to do that because you got high school football. That's the home of UTSA Roadrunners, and you got monster truck guys and wrestling guys. You can't do that. You're not going to build it and break down the Joe and Harry Freeman Coliseum. I'm surprised they ain't put that as a damn – uh, an antique building or a historic building. Like a Plus, museum. you got the ro- yeah. We got the rodeo still there. Where else you gonna put it, man? An East Commerce or out on the loop highway sometime. Put it here between here and New Braunfels. Um, you know, here in Austin. But the point is, the moral of the segment is if you have the Kansas City Royals that have not sniffed anything to the postseason of years, and you have them talking about a proposal for a two billion dollar new ballpark. That also lets you know where we're at in professional sports. 
you know, but it's just sad that we've come to the point where these owners are put in these positions. They've got to do it because if they don't do it, they can't compete with free agents and they can't get the fans to come out. It's not good enough anymore to just see a good game. It's not good enough anymore to root for your favorite. If parking sucks, you're going to get ripped. You know what I'm saying? If 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 it's if the bathroom stalls don't work, if it's too long of a line, if it's not enough concession stands, it's not enough technology. It's 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 just like what are we doing here? You know what are we doing here? But be careful what you wish for, man, because that's why them high ass ticket prices keep coming because the public demands these bells and whistles on these stadiums. And there's, a, of course, a local tax tied into this one. And officials have said if they don't get the tax pa- voted on and passed, then the stadium's likely not to happen. Yeah, I definitely have a comment to that before we move on when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro DeBell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spin the one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports crime. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis, and we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios, 877-37-GRIND. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. If you're looking to check out what the latest new products they have in, or you already know what they have in, but you just want to deliver straight to your doorstep, don't forget about SpecsOnline.com because the fun starts here. That's Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, all right, so keeping it moving. And, and again, I think... A uh, little last thing on the Kansas City Royals. Um, you know, I, I do, you know, I know most people feel that billionaires should pay for the stadium and they should pay for the team, should pay for the stadium. But I do believe the city should kick in something on it. 
in regards to to a tax. Now, each city's own depends on how high the tax is, what it's going to be. But I do believe the city should have some skins in the game. Um, uh, from Fox Four, Kansas City, um, the tax that's going to be voted on shortly in Jackson County mm-hmm. is for a three eighth cent tax sales tax. So three eighths of a cent. On sales tax. Yeah. Um, kicking back into this project, the Royals want to use that revenue to build the stadium. And then, so the other part of this $2 billion is team owners, again, from Fox 4 Kansas City, have also committed a, a $1 billion private investment to help support the district surrounding the stadium. Yeah. So that's what helps us get to that, too. Um, the vote is on April 2nd, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I think, you know, I, and I'm not a strong, I'm, I'm not telling you I have a strong opinion on it. I definitely see the other argument Wow, why citizens of cities or state feel like, no, why should we have to pay a tax for these rich billionaire owners? Where I, I get that, but you got to look at the other side of it is because the reason why I feel the city's got to have some skins in the game, even for public paying the taxes, is because um, look at the opportunities that a new ballpark brings in regards to revenue. I mean, the reports have it that that I've heard numbers, the Vegas Super Bowl, that's going to inject a billion dollars into the Nevada Las Vegas community. Well, that's a um, Super Bowl. That, Your team but doesn't no, have to play in that. No, I, I understand that, but they don't get that if they don't have the Raiders and they don't have that new stadium. That's my point. Right, but the Royals won't get to host a World Series if they don't no, make but they it to can, the World Series. But they can host the All-Star game, and they can host concerts. Well, that's fair. They, yeah, I mean, look, they, these things, this is what we've got to look at. I mean, when you're down, and think of Nevada, dude. They've been down for a few years since COVID. They've been hurting. Um, I know people think, well, that's Las Vegas Casino. No, man. I mean, so automatically to have an event, yes, that's the Super Bowl, but we're talking about a billion dollars of revenue generated over a week period. And they don't get that opportunity if they don't have the Raiders or they don't have that. They've had concerts at Allegiant Stadium. You know, um, so to me, no, the you're not going to an all star game is not going to draw in the numbers of a billion dollars dumped on an economy like a Vegas. A but 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 game. but you're going to get concerts. And my thing, it helps the community with jobs and it helps the community with revenue. So that's why I think of the owner side of it is the city's got to pay some tax and have some skins in the game, because what else do you need when you're down and out and nothing's going on? Oh, all of a sudden we've got this event. You know, we've got an all star game. Um, you talk about basketball arenas, uh, other than the 2 one and the Spurs, you get an all-star game. That generates uh, not a billion dollars, but all-star weekend generates some revenue for the economy. So we'll we'll see how it turns out for the Royals, uh, you know, in general. Because I guarantee you, if there wasn't a commitment already, and we know we talked about this last week when we were down there about the mayor. If there wasn't a commitment already from the A's uh, with Vegas and baseball, I promise you with the Royals coming out with this, you see a bunch of teams in baseball say, hey, we want a new stadium. Because everybody, until it's full, everybody's going to leverage Vegas against their city for a new arena. Everybody's going to do it until it gets filled up. Until we have all four major sports there, okay, possibly including an MLS team, everybody is going to leverage Vegas, Okay, and, and and to get what they want in their own home city, it, it might not be cool, 
But, I mean, it might be dirty pool, but it's business. Okay? That's just the way it is. But like we said down there, they've got to expand their airports. And number two, there's a lot of space to build ballparks over there. Okay? Just got to build them over the mafia bodies that's buried out in the desert everywhere. You know? Anyway, 877-37-GRIND. All right, so uh, starting with, uh, let's start with the NBA. We'll circle back around a little bit to some football news. Uh, but let's start with the NBA last night. I mean, we didn't even mention this on the docket yesterday, but Shaq has got his jersey retired in Orlando. It's kind of hard to believe that there, nobody's gotten their jersey retired in Orlando um, other than him. I, I can understand the delay a little bit of it just because I went down, you know, a few years after he arrived, drafted there, he gets gone in this Laker trade. Um, but Penny Hardaway has, wouldn't have his. I mean, hell. I mean, I know he works for NBA team. I mean, well, no, not, not him. But, I mean, I don't know if I'll go with Nick Anderson, but at least Penny. I mean, he can't have, I mean, possibly. I, I think, well – well, I would have to ask, you know, that's a good question because is T-Mac, I mean, regardless, but is T-Mac no more in his, like, I would say, hmm, like Rockets days and uh, did T-Mac ever, so T-Mac never played with Toronto. I mean, no Vince did, but he never made a stop in Toronto, did he? No. But Orlando, yeah, good. check to see. I wonder how many years he played. I can't remember uh, how many years. He was drafted by uh, the Raptors. Okay, yeah, that's uh, first off. Uh, right. So he was a top ten pick there. So he started in with the Raptors, then went to Orlando, and that's where he really had his success. Four consecutive All Star appearances. Then went to Houston, had two All Star appearances, um, and then uh, didn't make another All Star team after oh six oh seven. Uh, bounced around from the Knicks, Detroit, and Atlanta before playing in China. Well, now nah, I would say Penny Hardaway for T Mac. I would say Penny Hardaway. Uh, he would definitely, I could definitely see him justified at least already having his jersey hung up there by now. It, it was just, I didn't know I had dawned on me, and I don't, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm comfortable with saying it because I guarantee a lot of people didn't know Orlando didn't have one jersey retired in franchise history before they did Shaq's. But I would think that. I would say more of Penny Hardaway um, deserving that could have been already up there than Shaq, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, congratulations to Shaq, because I think, what, he's the only player in NBA history now to have his jersey retired by three different teams, right, if I'm not mistaken, uh, because it, it's uh, Lakers. Uh, he's uh, the third to have third? it retired by three different oh, okay. franchises. Of course, his Lakers jersey and his Heat jersey, mm. uh, Wilt Chamberlain and Pistol Pete. Are the other two. Um, Chamberlain's 13, retired by the Sixers, Warriors, and Lakers. Maravich, retired by the Hawks. Uh, his 44 by the Hawks. Number seven, retired by the Jazz and the Pelicans. And of course, we have Bill Russell across the league. Yeah, and they just now did that one just recently after his passing. So, um, yeah, but shots out uh, that to... That's all from ESPN. Okay. Shots out to Shaq, though. Good accomplishment. I thought it was a little weird, and I know why they did it, and that's Shaq. You know, the whole sitting in on the crew and doing the play by play with Gundy. Um, I don't care how old you get and how many years have separated from them. I mean, Shaq, and you could tell it's bothered Shaq over the years on how he treated Coach Ben Gundy, uh, you know, Stan, and uh, a.k.a. Ron Jeremy. 
you could tell it's bothered him because he's tried to make amends. Like he was calling him coach during the broadcast of me. Because remember, Shaq t called him the master of panic. Okay, I mean, talk about he panic in the huddles. You know, time ends all wounds. You know, you get older, you move on. But I thought that was a little bit odd as well, too. Um, you know, another one, which he, I don't think he's officially retired papers. I know he's playing. But, you know, another one could be Dwight Howard as retired. But he hasn't officially put. Yeah, he hasn't officially filed papers. Um, and so and he's played at China. I mean, he's doing a lot of things. Um but you he, know, again, he touring. wouldn't be before. It's just somebody like Shaq. Um, you could, uh, I mean, you wouldn't think that they would put him Shaq, but look, the reason why Justify was saying that how long it took Shaq is because the relationship between him and Orlando was kind of weird. I mean, keep in mind, I remember how the landscape was when they did that trade. That was a mega trade that changed the history of the NBA. I mean, Shaq, even that special they had, I don't know, if it wasn't a 30 for 30, but they did it a few couple years ago in the Orlando thing. I mean, a lot of people think if Penny and Shaq stayed together a little bit longer, I mean, keep in mind, they were wet behind the ears when they ran up against the Bulls and all that. I think that there's an opportunity they could have won, you know, an NBA finals. I mean, they got their ass handed to them, um, you know, going against Olajuwon and the Rockets in the finals. Uh, but I just think they broke that team up too early. But I think the way he left, make it kind of odd. Dwight didn't really leave, I don't think, so much on bad terms. But I'm just saying, I can see why it's taking this long to retire Shaq's number. But I'm just saying, it's still a puzzling to me that they didn't have at least one jersey retired before him. And I think now that I think about it, I mean, it would be Penny Hardaway would be 1A. And then I would say Dwight Howard. Uh, but Dwight hasn't basically Filed, I mean, he's playing overseas. He hasn't retired, retired his papers, uh, filed his papers for retirement yet. And he's done a lot of partying and a lot of, uh, you know, Mardi Gras, Sausage Fest, the whole deal he's been dealing with. So if you take some time from that, you could probably justify putting Dwight up there, you know. But congratulations to Shaq. Also, uh, NBA continuing, uh, NBA news. The other news that was kind of surprising today that it was reported and leaked out that the Golden State Warriors uh, made a serious attempt to trade for LeBron James at the trade deadline. And the reports also have it that the 76ers as well tried to make a trade for LeBron. Um, let's put this in perspective. Um, he's in his 21st season. Okay, and there's teams that are trying to trade for him. Two, I mean, if I guess if I use the word, um, two teams upper echelon with expectations tried to trade for him. Now I had this conversation with AC over breakfast. She was like, "Oh, well, that's that would have been bad for the league. That would have been a super team." I'm like, "No, it wouldn't have. If LeBron went to Golden State, first of all." You know, I'm pretty sure the details, I want to know what was offered. I don't, I don't know if that's ever going to come out. But d without a doubt, Golden State, even if Lakers were going to entertain this, um, somebody from Golden State with some real significance would have to be going the other way. So, therefore, even if that would have went on, um, I don't think LeBron, I mean, would you consider where Steph sat in his career and LeBron James' career, if they teamed up, would you consider that a super team at this point? I don't know about that. I, I, I mean, the whole thing, oh, this would have been unfair for the league. This I don't know about that. Not, not, not at this stage. Not, I, I think that it still qualifies. LeBron is still, what, top five in scoring right now? 
Yeah, he's the best but... player on the Lakers with Anthony da- uh, Anthony Davis over there. Um, I-, I think that it would still qualify because you- it's the inside out game. It's you- you've got the perimeter locked down uh, with Steph. You've got everything inside of it locked down with LeBron. LeBron's defensive prowess that he still continues to show 21 years in. Now, it really depends on what other pieces had to get moved. Right. Like, if you're keeping Kaminga on that, too, that gets, I mean, that's very interesting. If Kayvon Looney gets to stay there, that's very interesting. I, I think when you say super team, I think of KD and Golden State. I think some of the things. I get it that on paper with the name, it sounds like, because first of all, um, I love the guy. Y'all know I do. Uh, Clay Thompson ain't in the closing lineups anymore. He recorded a DNP in the last seven minutes to their two games prior. Now, Golden State, they won five or six in a row. You know, they're in action tonight, I believe. They won five or six in a row. They're playing a little bit better. Now, Draymond Green thinks his suspension helped the team with depth. I'm like, oh, man, didn't you learn in counseling that you just, you know, you're wrong, you're wrong? Um, on paper, the sound of it, yes. But this 2023 Golden State, no, nah, that ain't going to be. Well, I mean, the, 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 the 2023-2024 NBA, though. Like, okay, so like, like you've got it, – it's we don't really have trios. The big threes aren't really across the NBA. We're back down to uh, having a lot of, a lot of pairings. So you've got Giannis and Dame. I think really, in reality, you've, it, it's, it's KD and Book. And then Bradley Bo- Bradley uh, be Beal's honest, a, an intriguing piece on that. To be honest, it's, it's with Joker you? and Jamal Murray. Right. So with all you, would you land that out the way you did? In my opinion, we don't have super teams anymore in the NBA. We don't. Well, you because, have you have deeper teams, well, but you, you, st- you still again, it's still Batman and Robin. You know, right. it's no longer Batman, Robin, and Nightwing. Right. But look, man, if it goes back to the situation with the goat conversation and Patrick Mahomes sitting on three versus seven. If we're going to call, whether we're talking Dame Lillard and Giannis, which they got beat down by the Heat the other way, this dot, I'm telling you, man. It, this do- it, it, it's senioritis week. You gave it to the, the Nuggets and you allowed them to oh, allow look, the Bucks to have a night look, off at, on a back to back. I'm sorry. Who's defending champs? Is it the Bucks or Denver? Doesn't matter. Cal. No, man. Winners matter. and champs. I'm nah, not for nah, no. cherry picking. No, no, it ain't cherry picking, man. The champs. I Like the Bucks, they, they won the title a few years ago. I'm just telling you, first of all, who sent them home in the first round? The Miami Okay, Heat. so the guy that came but, and said they, they took a night did, off. We're coming into the All Star break. Did, Everybody else is allowed to have they're allowed to kind did, of coast into it, but you're not gonna allow the Milwaukee Bucks because did, like uh, I said before, it's personal. No, did did did, did Jordan win every time? Are you successful because exactly. you have a day? No, nah, man, it's about when you get embarrassed and you get coaches fired, when you see the team that sent your ass home and you oh, basically no, like, no, hold on. Playing. When you get lobbied for the guy out of Portland, Mr. Dame Dollar, Dame Time, I'm going to spit 16 bars. When Miami comes in, I don't care if it's a day before the All-Star break or two weeks, you ain't supposed to get beat down like that. And by the line, I might be wrong, but I think Jimmy Butler's still on excuse absence. The Milwaukee, but I'll call it right now. I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm going to give Doc, because Doc's going to get exposed either way. Okay, and just remember who told y'all that while Doc's smiling, like, hey, hey, I'll come, I'll come coach it. The, the, the tap dancing and everything. The bottom line is, I'm going to tell you this. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. First of all, they soft. They're soft. And, and the reality of it is they got their ass handed to the, to the heat. If, if, first of all, if they would have, let's say they would have played... Toronto last night, the team the Spurs just won, beat. Let's say if they would have played the Hornets and they got beat. 
I would sit there and say, you know what? It's all-star break. They're looking at all-star break. You got the team that sent your ass home as a one seed. Every time they match up this season, they're supposed to smell blood. But you know what the difference is? It's you gotta, it's you go by the leader and the culture of things. Okay. And the reality of it is, Spolster in Miami, Jimmy Butler or not, they know how to play the Bucks and they know how to punk Giannis in that whole line. And until he figures, and that's why you bring in Doc. But anyway, I digress. Whether you're talking about Doc, I mean, excuse me, Giannis and Dame, Joker and Jamal Murray, um, Steph and Draymond, Clay, or whoever you want to put. In my opinion, there is no super teams right now. Because if if we're going to label any of these teams, including the defending champs, the super now, I like what you said, deep teams deeper than others. Boston's but, probably but, the closest but, to a super team. Jalen Brown, Chris Tapps, Porzingis, and Jason for, first Tatum. First of all, Chris Porzingis is a move away from an ankle twist and him being out again. I'm going to tell you, if we're going to call any of these a super team, what are we calling them 0-1 Lakers team? What are we calling the Kevin Durant and Golden State team? Then we got to come up with a different name for those teams. The 90 Bulls. I There's nobody, first of all. Well, it's there's, a, it's a, the eras change. Like Again, we're not in the big three era anymore. When we were in the fine. big three era and everybody was trying to team up. And, but this is what the NBA wanted by creating that tax well, apron. But right. That's fine. But the different era don't mean you change the, the verbiage. Okay. Well, the, Y2K the, what makes banana. a super team in 2024 Look, is different no, because of the rules and stipulations. Super put on team it. means how deep a team is. There's no team in the NBA that's stacked one through nine right now. Because even some of them veterans are in their 18th year, 17th, 21 year, like LeBron, 14. No, because then we got to change the team's names of the other ones. You know, the West Coast, Bill Walsh brought in the West Coast system in the 80s. Do we call, is it change? You might tweak a little verbiage, but either we know it's the West Coast system, it's not. Ain't nobody got no super team right now. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spin the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. 
Now is the perfect time to get to specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 